Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Hollywood Behind Closed Doors with Frank McKay on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, a, a wonderful stand-up, uh, a writer, producer, actor, I, I love this show, and I could watch it over and over, Mind of Mencia, and he has just done terrific work over the years, and he's one of those guys who gives back, and uh, if I'm remembering correctly, he's one of those guys who's always uh, going overseas and uh, and uh, and entertaining the troops, and they love him, and for, for good reason, Carlos Mencia is our very special guest. I'm going to talk about his podcast, too, and, and dealing with the, the COVID-19 quarantine. Thrilled to have you, Carlos. How are you? I'm 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 doing all right, man. I'm surviving, bro. I'm from Los Angeles, so we've been on lockdown, dude, since uh, the beginning of since I think the fifth of March is when we pretty much were uh, we're in. So it's been about six, seven weeks for me. Yeah, how do you it's getting do tough sometimes? Yeah, how did you do with it from the beginning? And is it getting easier or tougher? Are you you getting more? Uh, you know, cabin fever. What what's going on? Did you start out better than you are now, or is it getting better as it goes along? It's a little bit of both because it started off. You know what? It started off like a like a new relationship, pie in the sky. You just moved in with each other. Yep. Everything that person does is cute. The way they eat is cute. The way they <laughs> breathe is cute. The way they, you know what I mean. Everything is cute and. Then, you know, now I'm getting to the point where it's like, oh, my God, who is breathing while they're eating? You know, it's uh, it's dude. You know what I liken it to, bro? I liken it to (laughs) when you play Pictionary, you know, when you play Pictionary at at the beginning, it's so fun and it's so cute. And you're like, no, I know you didn't get it. It was, you know, yeah, it was a car. No, my fault. I should have drawn it better. Blah, blah, blah. You know? As you get into the game, you start going like, "What do you mean you can't see a palm tree?" You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or you're walking around showing everybody else, "What is this? What is this? Can anybody tell what this is? Can anybody tell what this is?" You know, that kind of thing. And so it's it's uh, but 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 on the other hand, because I'm aware of the fact that it could get there, and you know that sometimes you know I got two kids and a wife that we do so that now I'm very aware of like how we talk to each other. And it's like, look, guys, you got to be civil when we talk to each other because you know, we're going to be here, we're together. So it's one of those things where it, it started off cool and it started getting a little agitated, a little heated. And we kind of went, Whoa, we're together all the time. So we got to find ways to, to, to be fun and to be okay with each other. So, you know, like my 13 year old son now, you know, he'll take an hour to go take a bath in the middle of the day, you know, and it's like, all right, go have your, yeah. have your fun, son, have your fun. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, it's, uh, it's, it's tough on everyone. It's, it's great to hear that you guys are dealing with it. Uh, l- let's talk about the podcast. It's terrific. Your, your podcast is wonderful. You listen to it all day. Uh, when did it start? What was the genesis of this? 
Uh, and um, and you know, how long have you been doing? How many episodes have you done? Well, I've been doing a podcast in and out for, God, 10 years. Um, but this this version of it really started pretty much consistently, like I said, uh, maybe last year and then March. But, but once I started doing the quarantine, I really felt like I wanted to talk to people about, you know, what's going on and, and whatever, because I knew that this was going to be, this was going to be huge. I mean, the minute, the minute, the minute I did the numbers, you know, because I remember when it, in January, I think I did a joke about coronavirus and I had read that at that point it was one or 2% depending on it, no death rate. And I remember I told my friend, I go, dude, this is going to be huge. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's only 1% death. That's nothing. I said, it sounds like nothing. 1% sounds like nothing. And I looked at him and I said, 1% of the United States population is 3.3 million people. I said, half a percent is 1.5 million people. And he went, is that many? Well, yeah, there's a lot of people, bro. I mean, 1% of a billion in China is, it's a lot of millions of people, bro. So I, I remember thinking, this one's going to be real for us. And so I want to talk about the podcast and not just talk about it, but make fun. A lot of the facts, a lot of stupidities, a lot of, you know, trying, trying to draw humor from this situation that is, you know, it's, it's, it's rough for us, man. I mean, and it's, you know, we, there's a lot of people I know I have, I have family that, you know, after two or three weeks, it's like, what, how are you going to make money? What are you going to do for the bills? You know? And, And so, it's a lot of stress. You feel you feel bad because you know you you got mad at your husband or wife or your friend or whatever it is who's you know it, it, it there's a lot of emotions going on. You want to get out, you know. For for me specifically, I mean, social distancing is the death of stand up comedy. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you can't if if you can't laugh around me, you know, like how am I going to do a show? I, I, you know, what are we going to tell people wear masks during the show because we don't want you putting droplets in the air? I mean. You know, I have no idea, you know, so half of me, right, like I'll, I'll give you an example. Half of me turns on the TV and, and hears that Jacksonville is going to open up their beaches. And part of me is going, come on, guys, it's still out there. Let's not do this. And the other part is like, well, maybe I can do a show outside of the <laughs> beach. You know, it's like, <laughs> are you telling me that they let people congregate? Let's do it. But. But I'm also, you know, creatively trying to find different ways to uh, to incorporate this stuff. It was funny because I uh, I was talking to my nephew, and he goes to school up in St. Louis Obispo, California, and, and I, I've taken him up there a few times. And not far from where his school is, there's a drive-in theater, and uh, I called up the drive-in theater, and I was like, "Hey, man, if I wanted to rent it out one night." What would it cost? Because I was thinking I could do a show, go to a little stage, project the show onto the screen, and people could stay in their cars or sit on their hoods. Wow! And I can do a show, and you know, I can I can hear the laughter, and if I hear the laughter, then it, it's like a real show. So it's interesting how I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to find ways to be creative when it comes to even like entertaining people. 
in in this situation. Yeah, that's terrific. That's a terrific idea. I hope, uh, yeah, I want to follow on that. I'll, I'll be listening to the podcast, trust me. And I think it's great that you're doing that. People want to stay connected with you. Can you give us a social media site, a website, and also the best place to, to hear the podcast? Yeah, just go to carlosmencia.com and uh, it'll send you to the right. You can, it's, it's on, it's on all the services. So you go to iTunes, SoundCloud, it'll be there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we do them, we do them live. So those are recorded on YouTube and then the actual audio portion of the podcast as well goes out the day after. Uh, and then, uh, I'm putting a lot of content on YouTube. So if you go to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Carlos Mencia, go check that out. We're doing a lot of stuff there. I'm doing some, you know, like, like some every day, right? I, I, my office is, uh, is in a building that, uh, none of the businesses are there. It's kind of like a strip mall. Yeah. And it's literally, I don't know, two, two and a half, three miles from my house, maybe. So every every day I drive over there and I shoot something on a green screen and I put it on Instagram. And every day I pretend that I'm in a different city or a different yeah. time period or whatever. I'm getting creative. Today I'm going to be in Star Wars. So <laughs> I'm going to go put myself on a green screen and put myself in, you know, some Star Wars scene and be like, today I'm in Star Wars and land far, far away. You know, that's uh, kind of goofy stuff. But, yeah, that's terrific. you know, wh- whatever, trying to, you know what I mean? Trying to stay sane. Yeah, well, listen, congratulations on everything, and and your work is just terrific, and I've always loved it and continue to love it. Uh, Congratulations on the podcast. It's The Journey, right? The Journey with Carlos Mencia. Yeah, uh, we're going to change it at some point, but right now, yeah, it's called The Journey, but it's The Journey of the Podcast, yeah, Carlos Mencia. Well, listen, thanks a million for being here. Keep up the great work, man. Stay safe. Appreciate you, brother. Carlos Mencia, everyone, has been our very special guest. Uh, you know his work over the years from his stand-up, The Mind of Mencia, his Comedy Central uh, show that was, uh, it was on, I don't know, about 50 of them. Very good show. And and uh, he's he's been at it for a long time now and has, uh, has you know, tremendous uh, following and uh, uh, great success. And his podcast at this point is called The Journey with Carlos Mencia. And he had a great idea about the the drive-in. I you know I didn't follow up because we was looking at the, the clock, and uh, and I know he's on the run. I'm on the run to uh, you know with the, with with the schedule of interviews here. But uh, you know I, I'd love to find out how he's doing with that idea. It's really a very good idea. Uh, go to the drive-ins, and I know there's not many of them. But boy, what what a uh, what what a destination that would be to go see a stand up or to see a band or something like that, you know. And I guess it has to be somebody at a certain level. If it was somebody that was, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you can't, uh, you know, put a put a huge band on there or something. I don't know how would you how would you do that? Uh, they only have a certain. Well, actually, I, I don't know. I haven't been to a drive-in in a while. You know, it's a little different now. You know, it's not like you have a, have all of those, uh, uh, you know, those clunky uh, things that you have to put into the car and you know whatever the speakers. But it's it, it's interesting, and it's not like you have to tune into a certain channel. Maybe you do. I don't know. But it's uh, it sounds like a good idea to me. Drive in movie theaters and and watching some comedy there again. Carlos Mencia has been our very special guest, and. The name of his podcast at this point is The Journey. Check it out. He's terrific and uh, thrilled to have him here. Frank McKay signing off. Carlos Mencia has been our very special guest. You get an opportunity, pick up on Blu-ray Guest House. 
uh, it promises to be uh, absolutely funny, as everything that he's ever done. Uh, you know him from Encino Man, Son-in-Law, Biodome, Jury Duty, Entourage. Uh, he's just absolutely terrific. And he grew up in comedy, and who better to talk to about the state of comedy now uh, than the, the son of the late, great Mitzi Shaw. And the, the comedy store is, uh, is just a, a legendary place. And when you say it and you think of all the people that have been through there, Paulie Shore, thrilled to have you. How are you, Paulie? Good, bud. How's it going? It's a beautiful intro. Thank you so much. Well, listen, thrilled to have you. And, and listen, you earned it. Uh, first of all, tell us about Guest House. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of talented people around there. It looks like it's going to be very funny. It's a it's a raunchy comedy. It's rated R. I play this guy that won't leave out of a guest house. I'm sure it's pretty relatable to a lot of people. Um, and uh, you know, think Cato Kalin back in the day. Remember yeah, when he was the, the guest? And uh, you know, all trouble trouble ensues, and it's back to the old school Polly Shore stuff. So if you like that stuff, it's here we go. Yeah, well, I do, and that's the first thing when you said uh, a guest that wouldn't leave. The first thing I thought of is Cato, and uh, it's. Uh, 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 listen, I, I'm I'm getting it, and everyone else has to get it. Let me ask you something about what's going on now in the world. You know, a lot of heavy stuff, a lot of serious stuff. You know, you had protests and you had movements, and all types of good things happen, bad things happen. You have some. You also have some bowel movements. <laughs> you know, a lot of. People aren't eating. They're not. They're not eating well, so they have a lot of bowel movements. <laughs> well, listen, you're not. You're not kidding. But the state of comedy now, I, I people. I, I mean, they got to be more politically correct now. Is it? Uh, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I, when when everything starts kicking back in, how much different is the world of comedy going to be? Well, I mean. You remember when we were younger, we used to make fun of people that would say, when I was your age, well, guess what? Now we're those people. We're the old people saying, when I was your age, we used to be able to speak freely at a dinner yeah. and just kind of sit there and converse with your friends and not think that whatever you said is going to get thrown on the Internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I was your age, you know, it's 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 just the way it is. There's nothing you can do. It's kind of like the truck. The train is moving. Are you going to hop on it or are you going to, like, get smashed by it? You don't have a choice. I mean, there's some some comics, they don't care, and they do whatever they want, and, and that's that. And some comics are resistant to it. For me, I've never been the kind of comic that has been the person that has been, uh, you know, I'm not Dave Chappelle, I'm not, you know, our president or... Bill Burr, these guys that can really kind of lay into things. I'm that's just not my style. Um, it's too gnarly for me, you know. So I'm more kind of low key, more chill, more. Um, and I've always been that way, whether there was the PC movement or not. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a weird time. But what are you going to do? You have to shift with it. So you know, you got to talk about it, and hopefully. You know, you don't say something that's so offensive that's going to, you know, screw your whole life up, you know? Yeah, well, listen, great. it's a great point about now we're those guys, now we're that generation. I, one of the things I've always said is if you walk into a comedy club and you get offended that you're in the wrong place. I mean, you, you've got to kind of suspend belief and suspend everything. But again, we'll we'll see as we move. Let me ask you, when you when you first got on stage, and obviously it's in your blood... 
and everything that you uh, everything that you could imagine happening uh, has uh, has happened right in front of you. Who was it out of all those people that you were watching that really hit you? Who was it that really influenced you? Well, I think the same people that influenced everyone else, you know, Richard Pryor, Sam Kennison, and George Carlin. So, I mean, I, I was fortunate I got to see that those guys develop their stuff when they, you know, first came in. And, and uh, but, you know, they're the greats. So those are my guys. I mean, were they nurturing to you? Was it was it different because you were Mitzi's son? Did they say, "Hey, look, you know, this is this is what you got to watch out for. This is that." Did you ask them a lot of questions? Were you that kind of? Uh... No, they just said, "They just said, hey, here's the drugs. You know, tell me when you're finished." Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Uh, you no, I'm just, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I was a joke, I was yeah. a joke, sorry, I was trying to be funny. No, well, listen, um, yeah, I get it, I, no, no, I get that, but I can also get people uh, doing that as well, I mean, there might be some of the greats up there, like no, Tom Brady, he doesn't want no, to teach. everyone was, everyone was cool at the store, it wasn't, it wasn't ever weird for me as a kid growing up there, it was just fun, you know, my mom gave me a great life, you know, and, and I think about her every day, and, um, you know, I was her baby, um, and you know, she's, she's with me every day. Um, so, you know, the store is a great place. It's still a great place. And, and, you know, my mom and dad started that in 1972 and, and everyone came from there and I got to see it. So, you know, I'll be doing a book, a memoir soon. So that'll come out and a lot of my stuff will be in there. Yeah, well, listen, that, that'll be great. I'll be the first to, to get it. But your mom, I, I said at, at the onset, uh, the late great, and nobody will ever dispute that. Uh, can, can you give us a, a couple lines on your mom and and what you think um, she should be remembered for? That maybe we we don't know, you know, that the general public doesn't know. All we know is that that she founded this great institution along with your dad, and and you know she was nurturing to all these guys coming up and gals coming up. But uh, what can you tell us about your mom that uh, that we should know? Well, she definitely spoke her mind. You know, she's a Jewish lady from, you know, Wisconsin. And, you know, she's, she, she fell into the situation when my dad got the store and then she took it over from there. And, and she just, um, you know, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, when David Letterman got, you know, his late night show, it just worked. So, you know, for my mom, it just worked. Um, you know, she loved comedians more than, more than her family. And that's who she was, you know, and, and she loved developing comedians. And it was an exciting time to watch her do her thing, thing for 30 years. You know, she she got the store when she was 40. And uh, I don't know, as a mom, she was great. She wasn't, wasn't weird. It was cool. You know, it was weird. Now you look back on it, it's weird. But at the time, it was pretty just normal, you know. Listen, you. She had to be very proud of you. You put together an incredible career that's still going. And I, one quick question about the store: Is it still in the family? Yeah, my brothers. Their brothers are in charge of it now. Yeah. Listen again. Congratulations and congratulations on Guest House. I know it's going to be terrific. Everyone's got to get it. Uh, Paulie, can you give us a website or a social media site where people could follow along with what you're doing? Yeah, it's just Polly Shore, P-A-U-L-Y-S-H-O-R-E, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. So I have a lot of new content that I put out all the time on YouTube. So it's kind of like YouTube is our own little mini channels. You know, we have our own little channels there. So 
Listen, thrilled to have you, Paulie. Thank you very much for being here. And again, congrats on everything. Long Island, Long Island. Yeah, that's it. Take care, Paulie. Later, and, buddy. And to everybody out there, check out Guest House. It is, uh, you know, it, it raunchy comedy, old school. Paulie Shore. If you like that type of comedy, you'll like this. And he, uh, you know, again, Cato Kalin type character. And who better to play it than than Paulie Shore? And again, he had a string of hits. And, uh, you know, back in Encino Man and, and Son-in-Law, Biodome, Jury Duty. Entourage is different. You know, that's something, you know, recently. And he, he showed up as cameo, uh, as a cameo on Entourage. But the the... The four movies that I mentioned kind of summarize what he does, and again, it's a character that he uh, he made famous from uh, from his stand-up and from MTV, and uh, you know he's taken his shots over the years from uh, from different people. But you know what? Uh, when a character works, just uh, you you go with it, and he's uh, he's done it very well. But we talked about his mom. And again, when I say this, I mean it sincerely. The late, great Mitzi Shore, everything I've ever heard about her, you know, you, you hear people like Richard Pryor and Colin talk about Sam Kinison and, uh, you know, Jerry Seinfeld. You hear them all, uh, Eddie Murphy, all talk about the comedy store and what Mitzi Shore meant. Uh, Mitzi and, and Paulie's father back in 1972 founded the comedy store and, um you know, again, it, it was just a, a launch pad for so many different people, and you know, certainly in the it was it was well prepared to uh, to be a launch pad when the '80s hit. And if you think about all the people I I mentioned, they they all had incredible '80s, 1980s, and that's when I guess the golden age of comedy. And you know, one of the things I, I you know I said to him was uh, you know about the, the the political correctness or what's going to go on now. And I've said this all along. If you go into a comedy club and you're offended by anything that you see there, I, I mean, you're in the wrong place. And I don't know if things are gonna uh, gonna change over the next couple of years and adjust back. But it's uh, it, it's going to be a very different game if it doesn't. And if if these guys got guys and gals have to watch what they uh, what they say in front of people, it's going to be a much different experience, and it's going to hurt the uh, the profession of stand-up comedy and again Paulie Shore has been our very special guest guest house is the name of his latest get it on on blu-ray um Frank McKay signing off